Hey everybody, what's up? Today's 228 of uh, alcohol retirement. It's, I actually saw that a few days ago, might have been sometime last week, and I thought, you know, that's that's actually cool. Um, there's nothing wrong with the word sobriety or sober, but I just thought it was neat. Alcohol retirement. I can't take credit for it. I would credit whoever it was that said it, but honestly, I can't. I can't remember. Now, if you've been following the podcast, the the move over to Substack has uh, been completed, and I've gone back to because they they give you this ability. I've gone back to doing videos as well. Now, of course, you're still going to get the audio in the regular audio podcast feed because one of the cool features with Substack when it comes to videos is, especially if you've already got a podcast set up on Substack, is when you upload a video, it actually asks you, and it does this by default. I think the setting is there by default. It's like, do you want to put this audio in your in your normal uh, podcast feed? And yeah, do that. Because those of you who subscribe to the podcast with your favorite podcast app, podcatcher, whatever, uh, you're, you're still going to get it in audio. If you subscribe to the Substack and you get the notification and you want to see my ugly mug on a video, then there you go. If you're subscribed to the podcast, but you're not subscribed to the Substack, just go to callmedonovan.com. I've now rerouted that over there. Some of the posts that were on the um, the other website, I may um, eventually put them back up. They, they're over there, but they're unpublished because I have some tweaking that I need to do with certain videos that were YouTube embeds, and I believe I mentioned that before. Now, for all of my listeners and viewers, what have you, that are interested in technology and are techies and have been, I've been in this industry for 35-ish years now and um, seen a lot. But this week, I've had to deal with an issue with a customer that I have never had to deal with before, and it... To me, it it really shines a light on the way some of these companies do business. Not, not like my client. They're not the ones at fault here, necessarily. I'm not going to put any blame on them at all. This has to do with domain names and domain name renewals. And if you are any type of business nowadays, you need a domain don't use Facebook as your website for the love of all that is IT holy. Please do not do that. I'm not saying that you can't have a Facebook page by any margin here. You can. I mean, it's social media. Use whatever avenue you, you feel like you need to to get the word out and advertise and connect with your, your client base and your customers, etc. But don't let Facebook be your only web presence online. By the same token, don't let Twitter be the, your only web presence online. You need a domain name. You need your own website. Even if it's nothing but like my business site, if you go to southtech.network, it is a Squarespace site that has like two, maybe three pages. It's a billboard. That's all I need it for. 
Do I pay an exorbitant amount of money per year? I feel like I do, but I don't have to futz with it, you know? I built it. I like the way it's built. It's functional. There you go. I think it I think it's running me $160 a year now. I don't know. I pay by the year. I got a call Monday and this particular client had not received any email since Friday, January 5th. And their email is hosted through Google's workspace. So I'm like, huh, that's interesting because I know the bill's paid. There's nothing else wrong that I could find. Um, I logged into the, the admin side of the Google workspace, looked at everything, logged into one of their email accounts, and sure enough, January 5th was the last time any email came into the inbox on any of the email accounts. And then I had this, I had this dread start coming over me. And eventually it was substantiated. The domain name had lapsed. Now, in the grand scheme of things, the initial assessment, you're probably thinking, well, that shouldn't be such a bad deal, right? Just go in, renew it, pay the fee, move on. Oh, it gets much, much worse. Nobody knew the login for the registrar, which just so happens to be GoDaddy. I hate GoDaddy. I hate GoDaddy with a passion. I've had dealings with GoDaddy in the past. One of my clients used GoDaddy's version or however it's worked with Microsoft their Office 365, and trying to manage Office 365 through GoDaddy, I think I'd rather have a, 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 a fingernail yanked out, honestly. So the next thing was, let's get in contact with GoDaddy. So the customer called GoDaddy. And then they contacted me and got me on a three-way conference call. And it just went downhill from there. The support person that we were dealing with, bless her heart, she really wasn't all that effective. She wasn't all that helpful. And what it came down to was we had no idea. All we could see, I could pull up the who is information. I could see that the domain was registered in 2012. That was it. I could, of course, you know, all the privacy stuff that we absolutely adore when it comes to who, who is bites you in the ass in a situation like this when you're trying to figure out whose name is on the fucking account. <laughs> and my client gave, gave this person email after email after email, and none of those email addresses was on the account. So she would not, could not divulge information. Now, I'm not knocking her for that. That's policy. I understand that is a security initiative that they should have. But when you're in a situation like this, it's very frustrating because you're locked out. And not only can they not get email, I mean, they can send email, but if anybody tries to respond to it, it's just eventually going to bounce back. The website could not be accessed. So this was snowballing fairly quickly. And so then I was like, okay, th there's got to be something we can do. 
So they had us go to this. I think the domain is changeupdate.com. Basically, you fill out this form. You have to provide them with a copy, a color copy of your government ID. And here's what the lady, the support person, didn't really explain. She basically told my client, use your ID, use your email address, submit it. And of course, the first time around, she didn't clarify And I didn't catch it, unfortunately, because I wasn't doing it. I was on the phone. But my client used the email address that wasn't working. So they had to resubmit it again with a different email address. And then we were told we we, we should receive something, a response, within three days. And my client... They don't go ballistic, but she was about to go ballistic. And she's like, that's, that's just not going to work. So the support person, you know, nobody can talk to anybody. So they had to message that department. They sent over the ticket number and got a response back that said, okay, they you should get something back within about three hours. Well, it was more like six. And the client forwarded me the email. And the email basically said, you're fucked. We're so sorry. We can't help you. Here are three options for you. See if you can contact the owner of the account. Wait, what? If we knew who the hell the owner of the account was, don't you think we would have already done that? One was something about using who is, and I'm like, come on. All that stuff is redacted. And then finally is contact a lawyer. Oh, boy. So in the interim, what I did to try to help them with their business, luckily, they're not an online-only business. I mean, this, this does hinder their ability to communicate with clients via email for like invoices and things like that and responses and invoices that they themselves as a company incur. But I took their domain and I found that their version of it with the .NET was available. So I quickly registered that. I went into their Google workspace, added it as a secondary domain, and then I updated all the accounts to be that with the original domain as being an alias. So when, hopefully, we can eventually get the damn domain back under our control, we really won't have to do anything because people can email the .com or they can email the .net and the email will still flow. It's like the spice must flow. Well, Today is Wednesday, so we've been dealing with this since Monday. And we got another, um, the client decided to call GoDaddy again. Got a much more, a much, much more helpful support person. And he's not, he's not guaranteeing anything. We're basically doing the same thing, except we're using, we're using the owner's credentials this time. But previously it was the owner's wife. And we're going to see. I'm I'm not I'm not hopeful, but here's here's the point that I'm trying to get to through all of this nonsense. It looks like, and if you do this, please undo it. So I'm cautioning you, don't do this. There are companies out there that are marketing companies. This one company used to go by the name Ad Services Incorporated. You could go to adservices.net. They are now known as OMG National. They are a marketing company that does like uh, Google rankings and Google ads and stuff like that. 
And it looks like at some point, someone at this, at, at my client's company, transferred the domain to ad services, now OMG National. So my client technically doesn't own the domain per se. And it looks like through the paper trail that we can figure out, the paper trail being email trail, all the way back to about 2015, what gives us the idea that this happened was communication with this company is they would send an invoice to someone at my client's company to pay the renewal for for the domain registration. And then they, in turn, would pay GoDaddy. Somewhere along the line, that broke down. And I don't know if that's when they changed names or what happened. But I caution you. Matter of fact, I beg you, if you are a small business, do not ever lose control of your domain name. If if you have a marketing company that contacts you and says, look, we can, we can provide you with all these leads. We can do this. We can do that. We just need you to transfer the domain to us, and we will take care of everything. Run. Fucking run. Do not do it. These companies can do what they need to do without having to manage or own your domain. I do not let anybody have control over my domains other than me. And for the majority of my clients, except for this one and I think maybe one other one, I have control over all of those domains so that I know exactly what's going on. And if changes need to be made with DNS or MX records or anything like that, I'm the one that does it. I don't have to rely on a third party to do it. And so I know what's going on. In this particular situation, I did not have access nor knowledge of anything about where this domain was actually. And let me, let me clarify that. I knew that it was registered with GoDaddy because there was an email that the client forwarded me in January of 2023 that their web hosting provider, their web hosting provider, their web hosting provider is not GoDaddy. It's a different company. But their web hosting provider actually emailed them and said, hey, in less than 13 days, your domain's going to, uh, needs to be renewed. You need to go ahead and take care of that. Well, apparently somebody somewhere in, in, in the internet sphere renewed that domain. Why it didn't happen this time, we do not know. And beyond that, I didn't give it another thought after last year, because I told the client, I said, hopefully you got the credentials to the GoDaddy account, because I was under the impression that they owned the domain, they held the account, there was credentials probably somewhere in a file folder somewhere, and they could get access to it, and they'd be able to renew it. They never got a notification from GoDaddy that the domain was lapsing. They got it from their hosting provider. And this year, they didn't even get that from the hosting provider, though their web website is still hosted with that same hosting provider. So I say all that to say this. It's a, it's a clusterfuck. I mean, I've already been in contact with their attorney. He has, he's never had to deal with anything like this. So we're, 
I told him, he called me wanting to know if I'd ever run into this. And I can say, Scout's Honor, and I've never been a scout. I have never had a client lose a domain. It's still in the grace period, so you, I, I, can't, I can't register it through another domain because I'll be damned if I use GoDaddy. As soon as my plan is this, and if the, the client is, is uh, agreeable, as soon as we can get control of it and get it renewed, I'm taking it away from GoDaddy. I'm taking it away from if it's ad services or OMG. Whoever the hell it is, we're transferring that damn thing into the registrar that I use, Cloudflare. And uh, and the reason why I use them is because, number one, I, I manage all my DNS with them. And number two, they don't charge you, they don't make a profit off of registering domains. If it costs them $10.22, that's what they charge you. The downside is if you need some specialty TLDs like .fm and some of the other ones, you're not going to get it through them. You're going to have to go with another company like Namecheap or uh, probably Hover, places like that. But I've been using Cloudflare for several years now, ever since they started registering basically becoming a registrar. I've been using them and I've been very happy with them. I've been very happy with their DNS and for their caching whenever I use it and some of their page rules and stuff like that. This isn't meant to be an ad for Cloudflare. Point is, never, ever, ever transfer your domain into the hands and ownership of another company, especially when they're like, we're a marketing company and we need control of your domain so that we can market for you appropriately and accurately and give you the best bang for your buck. Tell them to go fuck themselves. Don't do it, okay? Because I know I have, I'm not the one at fault, but I feel bad and I've been doing everything I can to figure out how to, to ease the pain that they're going through and... That's the reason why I did what I did with the, the secondary domain. And I explained to my client, I said, moving forward, we're going to keep that second domain because it never hurts to have the .com and .net of your company name. I mean, it's, it's under $11 a year. Big whoop, right? So that's been my week so far, and it's only Wednesday, I mean, granted, it's 3.45 p.m. now on a Wednesday afternoon, but uh, yeah. So if you're, if you're a techie, you deal with IT, you, you deal with domain names. If you've got suggestions about how to deal with a lost domain or something like this, let me know. Let me know. Um, email address is don at callmedonovan.com. You can text me at 229-796-4009. You can even call and leave a voicemail if you want to, 229-796-4009. Again, email address is don at callmedonovan.com. So, uh, onward with uh, alcohol retirement, and hopefully we can get this issue with my client's domain name resolved sooner rather than later. Because like I told them, worst case scenario, I've engaged a service that will monitor, and as soon as that domain comes up for availability, I will do my best to snatch that damn thing up and get it registered, but hopefully it won't come to that. Anyway, that's it for me, and as I always like to say, you can call me anything you like, but personally, please call me Donovan. I'll see you next time, or 
Talk to you next time. Depends on whether you're watching the video or not. Anyway, get out of here. Bye. Bye.